Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 69, Ignora versus the Book of Black Magic in the Starfield Library. I'm Maria Calanchini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. And in today's episode, we are going to travel all the way to Seoul, Korea. Now, I have never been to Korea, although I've heard some really wonderful things about the city of Seoul, and I would like to go there. But the inspiration for this story came from a photo that I saw of the Starfield Library. So the Starfield Library was built in a mall in Korea, just, I think it was built in 2017. And it's this enormous library where I don't even know how people get to the top shelves. It seems impossible to me. These bookshelves are so tall and they just wind in and out of the mall. And it's amazing. You have to definitely look at the pictures for this one to understand what I'm talking about. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably love books and reading probably as much as I do. And so when I saw the library, I thought, I am going to put this entire story inside this incredible library in Seoul, Korea. So that is where we are going to go today. And I want to thank Jackson and Emily, who left a iTunes review on May 19th with the suggestion of the goop name Ignora, because I took your suggestion and this story is all about Ignora and her adventures in the library in Korea. So before we get started, a couple things. You can always listen to the podcast on, let's see, you can listen to it, of course, on iTunes and on the website. And it's on SoundCloud now as well. And Stitcher, if you don't do iTunes, Stitcher is for Android phones. So I think that's plenty of places to find it. And I have the rest of them listed at gooptales.com. And I would love it if you listened to it on iTunes and you left a review there. That's where I've gotten so many great ideas and feedback from all of you listeners. And so speaking of the reviews, it's time for me to read one or two. So this one was left by Stella. And she said, hello, I have a name for twins. It is Playsome and Grabum. They Grabum picks up random things that he gives to Playsome. Love you. Can this be in the next episode? Stella, I love you too. And there you go. It is in this episode. And I like those twin names. It's always fun to have twins in a goop tale. So I'm going to put those on my list of potential goop names. And I have one more here to read. This one is from Savannah. Hi, my name is Savannah and I am nine years old and I love Goop Tales so, so much. It's my favorite podcast to listen to at night or anytime. I have a new Goop name for you. Her name is Answerfina and she is a Goop girl who brags about how smart she is and how she knows the answer to everything and she learns not to brag. Please put this in your next podcast. Well, there you go, Savannah. I think I've known an answer Fina in my day. I feel like there's always an answer Fina in every class. There's always at least one, right? That knows the answer to everything. 
And sometimes that's really awesome. They have so much knowledge, but I get it. Sometimes it's kind of annoying when they're always the first person to shoot their hand up and over everybody else and answer the questions. So I like that name a lot, Answer Fina. All right, what else do I have for you before we dive into this story? I think you all know about the t-shirts. You can go to shop.gooptails.com to get a t-shirt with your favorite goop on it. And you can also join the mailing list at gooptails.com to get your free coloring books. So that is what I have for you this time. I'm really loving how many of you are writing me in on iTunes and to me separately. And I just want you to know that even if I don't mention it in the podcast, I read every single review and they mean so much to me. So I just can't thank you enough for doing that. Just just because it isn't mentioned doesn't mean that I don't read it. And I write back to everybody who writes me. So thank you all for that. Okay, well, let's go see what's happening with Ignora in the Starfield Library. And I will see you on the other side. Ignora, what an adorable sprite. In every space, she brought the light. She was known to run about and make sure no one had a pout. But if ever she chose to, she could just as easily ignore you. Chapter One Once upon a time, there was an impish little goop named Ignora. She flitted about from place to place like a little fairy. Ignora was very social when she wanted to be, and she would make sure that she was involved with every Goop World event possible. If there was a birthday party, Ignora was the first to RSVP. During the holidays, she made sure to attend at least one party per day. And during the summertime, she was almost always at a summer swim party or barbecue. Ignora loved to get together and party with the other goops. She was never one to ignore a good time. Once, during the month of January, she went an entire week without one social invite. So she decided she would create a January winter party. She sent out invitations to every single goop, and then she spent an entire week baking every cookie she could think of. Chocolate chip, gingerbread, chewy chocolate, shortbread, sugar cookies with rainbow sprinkles, Russian tea cakes, snickerdoodles, and so many more. On the day of her January winter party, the goops stormed her house and stuffed themselves with cookies and cocoa. Ignora didn't eat one cookie because she was too busy flitting about chatting and laughing. But she was in heaven. These were the sort of days that she lived for. Friends, treats, and socializing. Overall, Ignora was quite popular amongst the goops, but she had her moments. She had moments that made all of the other goops want to flee 
her company. If Ignora decided one of her dinner companions was boring, she ignored them with no explanation whatsoever. Ignora carried around a pair of earmuffs and used them often to block whatever she chose to ignore. If she grew bored or mad, she would just ignore whoever she was with. It really wasn't fair, and Ignora would sometimes leave the other goops wondering what they had done to offend her. Once, Miss Wigglebutt spent three weeks discussing the history of gold. Gold was first discovered, blah, blah, blah. For the first two days, Ignora found it very interesting. But when Miss Wigglebutt continued to speak about the history of gold three weeks in a row, Ignora found her attention waning. She wanted to learn something new. But Miss Wigglebutt was still talking about the first use of gold coins in 700 B.C. So Ignora fell asleep. She began to snore. And Follow looked over at her and laughed so loudly he fell right out of his chair. That woke Ignora up and irritated Miss Wigglebutt to no end. No class, she droned on. After that, Ignora and Follow became fast friends. Ignora made him laugh so hard that he would just fall over. One misty winter morning, Ignora and Follow met in front of the Goop World Library. They both loved books, and they both loved reading in the early morning. So they agreed to meet at 7.45 a.m. When they arrived at the library, Follow looked up at the plaque on the door and read aloud, Only enter the Goop World Library if it is after 8 a.m. And please leave the Goop World Library by 5 p.m. or else dot, dot, dot. Or else what? laughed Ignora as she blithely shoved open the library door. Follow's eyes grew wide. She was ignoring the rules, but the door did open. It swooshed as it slid over the thick carpet below, and Ignora popped on her earmuffs and stepped inside. It was calm and cool and silent. Follow stayed outside and said, Ignora, we only have 15 minutes before 8 a.m. I think we should wait. Ignora ignored him and the sign, and she walked deeper into the library. She looked up at rows and rows of books, books that held stories of mystery and magic, and she wanted to read them all. She wasn't going to waste 15 minutes sitting outside the library door when all of those books were waiting to be discovered. She glanced back at Follow, who was staring at her wide-eyed. He still had not entered the library. Oh, come on now. Don't be a fraidy cat, she called out to him. Follow just shook his head 
and reread the phrase, or else, on the library plaque. Ignora shot him a look and then trotted over to a bookcase that was titled Mystery. Mystery. We will see about that, she said as she reached up to pull a book from the shelf. The moment her hand touched the book, it began to disappear. Ignora stared at it for a moment in disbelief and then watched as her entire arm started to vanish. She looked down to see her feet and tiny legs turning into thin air. Gone, they were all gone. Then her body and her tiny blue dress disappeared in a poof. Fala watched from the library door in astonishment as Ignora turned her head to look at him. And then her floating head was gone. Chapter Two Ignora felt like a feather, light and dizzy, and completely weightless. She was on her back, and she was sure that she was floating. Nothing was beneath her. She could just tell. She was afraid to look down, afraid of what she may see. So she opened her eyes and looked up. She saw the white crisscross grids of an enormous glass ceiling with early morning light streaming in. Ignora floated along with her earmuffs on. She reached up and felt them and then carefully removed them. There wasn't a specific noise, but the moment she removed her earmuffs, she could hear the white noise of an enormous hollow space. What was below her, and should she look down? These were the questions she pondered. And then she heard something. Something that sounded like a book dropping on the ground. It was silent for a moment. Then she heard it again. Ignora stayed very still with her ears perked. What was beneath her? Then she heard the books again, this time three in a row. Finally, Ignora could stand it no longer, and she turned and looked down. Her eyes filled with wonder as she scanned the gigantic space beneath her. Ignora was hovering over the largest and tallest collection of books she had ever seen. There were several towers of bookshelves that were reaching for the sky. Book after book after book were placed on the shelves that stacked on top of each other. Never had Ignora seen such a sight. Then she heard it again, a book hitting the floor, and she looked in the direction of the noise. As she did, she began to plunge downward at an alarming speed. Fear raced through her tiny body as she plummeted, and then three more books hit the floor, and Ignora abruptly stopped falling. She was floating mid-air. 
but this time further away from the ceiling and closer to the floor and right in front of one of the bookshelves. She stared at the rows of books just inches away from her. They were so close she could reach out and touch them. She didn't want to look down again for fear of plunging to the ground, so she fixed her eyes on the books and watched as one of them wiggled her way out of her row right to the edge of her shelf. The little lime green book then opened up and said, Yubusaya. Ignora looked at her in disbelief and said, Yubusa what? The charming little book laughed and said, That means hello in Korean. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Melio. Korean? asked Ignora. Yes, you're in the Starfield Library in Seoul, Korea. It's magnificent, sighed Ignora. Yes, it truly is. I've lived here ever since I can remember. The library was built not long ago, and it was filled with books of every kind, and I'm one of them, she said proudly. What are you about? asked Ignora. I'm a book about happiness and how to find it. I'm very popular, said Melio. That sounds wonderful, replied Ignora. There it was again. Three more books hit the floor, one after the other. Ignora started to turn and look down below, forgetting where she was. When Melio said, Please don't. That is exactly what he wants you to do. Don't look down. Look at me. A shot of fear ran up Ignora's body. As she remembered plummeting down just minutes earlier. Who is he? asked Ignora. First, come onto my shelf and sit with me and then I will tell you, said Melio as she flipped a few pages of her book, motioning for Ignora to move towards her shelf. So Ignora moved in her direction and on to the shelf, all the while never looking down. She sat on the edge of Melio's shelf and looked out to the scene around her. It was a reader's fantasy land. She had a full view of the sky-high bookcases that were lined with perfectly symmetrical shelves that curved in the middle around to another shelf of books. Each book was placed just so in order to show off its cover or its spine. This place thrilled Ignora. He is Mabob. That means black magic. He is the most powerful book on black magic in Korea. He is so proud and arrogant, always wreaking havoc in the library. Certain books in the library have been known to disappear, and I have no doubt it is Mabob's doing. He scares most of the books, and they all shut up and disappear into their shelves when Mabob is about. Sometimes at night, he flies around the library with a flame of fire for a tail. This terrifies many of the books, as they don't want to be burned. Some of them burrow so far back into their shelves that they are never seen again. When he is angry, he flies about 
and knocks books off their shelves. It can take them days to get back up to their spot, and they lose pages along the way. There it was again. Three books slammed to the floor. Ignora moved to the edge of the shelf to peer over. Wait, don't, pleaded Melio. But Ignora paid her no attention. She pushed her head out over the edge of the shelf and looked down, and a huge gust of air pushed her over the edge of the very, very high shelf. Chapter 3 Ignora twisted and turned, falling down through the air, unable to stop herself. Melio called out to her from her perch high above. Look up and stay present. Look at me and just breathe. It took everything Ignora could muster to flip herself onto her back mid-air and stare up at Melio, who was looking down on her. Melio looked so calm, and she was smiling with her pages. This instantly made Ignora breathe easier, and her rapid descent stopped along with her fear. Ignora was lying on her back, floating, staring up at Melio, the ceiling, and all the books around her. I can do this. I have the power, she thought to herself. Melio beamed down at her, spreading her pages wide. Then she began to read herself. The more present you are, the happier you will become. If you are afraid, breathe deeply and focus on your breath in and out. Almost all your fears are made up in your head. Ignora started to take deeper breaths. In and out. In and out. And as she did, she ascended higher and higher and closer to Melio. Soon, she was right up at Melio's shelf again. I did it, she proclaimed, feeling very strong. Before Melio could answer, there was a rush of air, followed by a fiery flame. It's him, he's at it again, whispered Melio as she pulled Ignora deep into her bookshelf. Together they watched as Mabob flew about with a fiery tail, causing terror. One book in the politics section caught on fire and fell to the floor in a burst of orange flames. He is awful, whispered Ignora. This is not okay. Melio nodded in agreement, but she didn't know how to stop him. Ignora was feeling full of bravado after witnessing her own ability 
to stop herself from falling and then levitate back to Melio's shelf. What will stop him? She asked. Melio sighed deeply and said, A book of wonderful wizardry. But she's buried beneath so many books on the highest shelf near the ceiling. Mabob did it long ago. He forced her into a corner at the top of the library before she could even open up and cast a spell. And then he buried her beneath heavy books on physics and philosophy. We need to wait this out now. If he sees you, he will become even more angry. And who knows what will happen, whispered Melio. Ignora listened intently and watched as Mabob sped around the library in flames for what seemed like hours and then disappeared. She inched her way to the edge of the shelf and looked down. The sky above was dark now and the library was completely silent. Mabob had disappeared. Ignora turned to Melio and said, I want to help. I want to release the Book of Wonderful Wizardry. She can stop this. How can you do that? Asked Melio. I will levitate up to the top shelf and I can move the heavy book she is under and release her. It's not safe, whispered Melio as she peered around the library. As usual, Ignora ignored words of warning. She popped on her earmuffs, lay on her back, and pushed herself off the shelf. Instantly, she began to fall. But Ignora stayed calm and stared up through the high ceiling above. She could see stars shining, so she focused on one and breathed calmly. And as she did, she rose high, high into the library, past Melio's shelf, past the shelf on philosophy, and all the way to the very top shelf where the book on wonderful wizardry lay buried beneath a heavy pile of long-forgotten books on philosophy. She pulled herself onto the shelf and breathed a quiet sigh of relief. (sighs) She had done it. Ignora had made it to the very top shelf using her powers of focus and belief. Inside, she was thrilled with her accomplishment. She stood up and moved over to an enormous pile of clumsily stacked books on philosophy. The books were thick and heavy, and the task at hand looked ominous. But Ignora was determined to uncover the book of wonderful wizardry. She started with the top book called Republic by Plato, carefully inching it off the stack. But the stack was tall, taller than Ignora. The moment Republic was unevenly balanced, it tipped and then slid sideways. And then it teetered on the edge of the highest shelf in the library. Ignora watched in dread, willing the large, thick book 
to lie back down on the shelf. But instead, the book fell off the shelf and plummeted down through the night air, landing on the library floor with a thud. Ignora froze, unable to even think. And then she heard it. The sound of gushing air with fire. Mabob had been listening too. Chapter Four. Ignora didn't move for several seconds as she listened intently, but there was nothing. Silence. She slowly inched her way to the edge of the top shelf in the Starfield Library and peered over. Instantly, her head started spinning and she felt like she might get sick. The floor looked a million miles away. Ignora was so terrified, she forgot all about Mabob. What if she fell? She was up so very high with nothing to protect her, not even a railing. Then she remembered how she got there. She had used the power of focus and levitated to the very top of the Starfield Library. In that moment, Ignora's fear dissolved. She mentally pushed it aside and the knowledge of her own power ran through her body. You don't scare me, my pop, she said under her breath. And then she turned and went back to the books. This time, she didn't hesitate. She lifted up a thin book and tossed it over the edge. Then she pushed another heavier one off the shelf. One book after another, flew off the top shelf of the Starfield Library. Ignora didn't stop. She was on a mission, and she would uncover the book of wonderful wizardry. There it was again, the sound of whooshing air followed by fire. Only this time, it sounded much closer. Ignora turned and saw Mabog flying high with his fiery tail. He was bobbing in and out of the bookshelves, setting books on fire. She peered over the edge again and watched as she saw three different books plunging to the library floor in flames. He must be stopped, he must, she said as she turned and flung away more books in desperation, hoping to find the book of wonderful wizardry. She went deep into the corner of the highest shelf in the library, where it was dark and dusty, and no one had gone for years. Ignora pulled out book after book, and finally, there it was, the book of wonderful wizardry. It was a large leather-bound book embossed with golden letters that said, The Book of Wonderful Wizardry. Ignora stared back at the book, and she felt like it was smiling at her. 
this was it. This was what she was looking for. She got behind the book of wonderful wizardry and pushed it out of the dark corner of the top shelf. Ignora stared at it, willing it to open up and flip pages or do something, anything. She turned and watched as three more books on art history caught fire and fell to the floor. Something had to be done. In desperation, Ignora nudged the book of wonderful wizardry, and then she felt it, a tiny, hard snap. When she took a closer look, Ignora discovered that there was a small leather strap with a snap holding the book shut by its binding. It was very tiny and very hidden down at the base of the spine. But sure enough, it was there. She reached down and undid the snap and threw open the book of wonderful wizardry. It danced to life and sat up on its spine, shaking itself off. Then it beamed. You did it, you did it, you marvelous girl, you did it. I've been trapped in that corner for years under the spell of Mabob and that tiny snap he hit on my spine. Now it's time for me to shine. The book of wonderful wizardry flipped her pages back and forth, coming alive and shaking off every last piece of dust. She turned to Ignora and asked, One more adventure before I send you home? Ignora nodded. She was ready. The Book of Wonderful Wizardry opened herself up right in the middle and said, Hop on. Ignora jumped into the open book, which was three times her size, and they flew off the shelf like a magic carpet. Ignora laughed in delight. They crisscrossed across the library, leaving a trail of tiny, shining stars. Back and forth they went, until they came face to face with Mabob and his burning, fiery tail. Ignora immediately froze up, but the Book of Wonderful Wizardry did not. She tossed Ignora high into the air and flipped to page 1,898 and faced herself directly at Mabob. This was the page with her most powerful spell of vanishing. He stared in horror as his fiery tail disappeared and he slammed shut and fell to the ground with a large thud. As Ignora came floating back down through the air, she landed on the Book of Wonderful Wizardry, who flew to the ground, landed on Mabob, and shoved him deep, deep into the back of the very bottom shelf of the Starfield Library. And she put a pile of encyclopedias on top of him for good measure. She had heard that no one read those anymore. Then the Book of Wonderful Wizardry turned to Ignora, bowed, and opened up to page 7,958, which contained the spell of teleporting. 
Ignora instantly vanished from the Starfield Library, and when she opened her eyes, she found herself back in her own bed. She sat up with a start and pulled off her earmuffs. She listened hard, remembering the fiery sounds of Mabob and the dropping of books on the library floor. And then she smiled. Ignore got out of bed and set off to find Follow and tell him all about Mabob and the wonderful book of wizardry. But he was nowhere to be found. He was in Chile. But that is a tale for another time. Okay, so that was it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you loved going to the Starfield Library. You should check out the photos that I put on Instagram or on the Goop Tales page for the Starfield Library. It really is so extraordinary. And when I was doing the research and I saw these photos of this these shelves that were just so, so tall, I could not figure out how they get books to and from the top shelves, many of the top shelves, because they're all so high. And I researched it and I still couldn't figure it out. So if you can figure it out, I would love it if you would write me in and let me know. And speaking of writing in, just thank you to all of you who have written me emails or left reviews on iTunes. It means the world to me. And I read every single one of them. Even if they're not on the podcast, I read every single one. I want you to know that. And every single one means so much to me. So I want to thank you for doing that. And a couple of you have written out to me recently and asked how you can support the podcast. And I really, really appreciate that because it does take a lot of work. I love doing it, but it definitely takes a lot of work and a lot of time. And I've got a little mini team helping me now with the technical side and the social media. So if you want to support the podcast, there is a donate button now on gooptales.com. Tanya, who helps me just so willingly all the time with this, she is putting up that donate button. And so that's like gooptales.com. The other way that you can help support is spread the word, is tell your friends that you think might enjoy Gooptales to subscribe and take a listen. Because we have hit now half a million downloads. It took a couple years to get half a million downloads, but I'm super grateful. And I want to get to a million way faster than I got to half a million. And so I need your help. So please help me spread the word about Gooptales. And that is how you can help support. So if you want to see the pictures once again for this episode, just go to gooptales.com forward slash ignora. Um, you can also get a free coloring book at gooptails.com, a downloadable coloring book, and you can get a t-shirt at shop.gooptails.com. So that is what I have for this time. And thank you all for listening and for writing in. You all mean the world to me. So until next time, make every day a goop day. <laughs>